Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. Nope, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week on the show we try to make it a little more pleasant for about half an hour. I play a game with a guest or team of guests who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant week to week and they're playing together. I assign my guests points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up, and at the end, each contestant, again, who's guaranteed to win, wins a $100 donation or contribution to the charity or cause of their choice. Then we each give a pep talk to cheer up someone or something or a group out there in the world that we think might need it this week, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. Today's guest is a team of two friends. Does that make sense? I think it almost does. Dave Schilling is the host of the new podcast, Galaxy Brains, which is about movies, TV, and overthinking. Jesse David Fox is the host of the long-running podcast, Good One, where he interviews comedians about jokes. Together, they are friends and colleagues. Welcome to the show, Dave and Jesse. Hello. Hey, Josh. Thank you for having us. When I was told I would be doing this with Jesse, I thought there is no one better equipped to take a backseat to me than (laughs) Jesse David Fox. I... Honestly, I thought the same thing. I thought, <laughs> well, Dave will be the main guest, and then I can be the other guest. I like this. Just, yeah. I like this dynamic that you're establishing, like a kind of um, like lead singer, backup singer. Dave, do you play music? I don't even know. No, not at all. No, I am one of the least <laughs> musical people on the planet. Um, not at all. I couldn't even play the recorder uh, when they gave you those little things at school, like or like kazoos. I couldn't mm-hmm. do the kazoo. Nothing. Can't sing, can't the dance. The thing with the recorder... Even when you're good at the recorder, it yes. sounds bad. Mm-hmm. It's a no-win situation. Yeah, I think they created it to like make it so kids of all musical talents could be on the same playing field of being not good at making music. <laughs> well, perfect. Our game today is called Taste Buds. Dave and Jesse, between your senses of fashion and your work analyzing and discussing culture, you two both think a lot about the idea of having taste. Today, you'll be answering questions about taste in terms of flavor rather than aesthetic preference. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Dave Schilling and Jesse David Fox, are you ready to play Taste Buds? Yes. More than anything in the entire world. Yeah, we've eaten at least once a day our entire life. (laughs) (laughs) First question. In my experience, with some clear vegetarian exceptions, the go-to default topping for a one-topping pizza is pepperoni. What do you think should be the presumptive default topping, pepperoni or otherwise? If we're stripping a pizza of all items, the one item that I think you could build a pizza around, Mm -hmm. no cheese, no sauce, is mushrooms. Mm. You can make a mushroom. Mm. I, I have a recipe for it. You can make a, the best pizza you ever had that's just mushrooms, white onion, thyme. Now, I understand, like, I don't think of onion or thyme as toppings. So, sure. the topping is mushrooms. Yep. That, no, no other ingredient can no carry ch- entire pizza, in my opinion. Mushrooms, final answer, mushrooms. This is, I'm mm. reeling from this answer. <laughs> I was like, what do you put on a pizza? And you're like, forget everything you know about pizza. It's dough and it's mushrooms. 
here, here's what we're talking. We're talking focaccia right now. Yes. This is a, <laughs> interesting, if uh, wrong-headed answer. <laughs> Again, Dave, we're on the same team. I like this competition. I feel like it's healthy. No, I understand we're on the same team, but I am allowed to d- have a different right. uh, response yes, here, yes, am yes. I That's not? That's true. Yep. Okay. It's That's a healthy debate that will result in the yes. best answer between yep. us two. Yeah. Mushrooms are soggy. They're gonna get. They're gonna make your pizza wet. I'm not into that. I don't like a soggy wet pizza. So I'm gonna go with garlic. Ooh. That should be the first ingredient. Don't make a pizza if it doesn't have actual cloves or pieces of garlic on it, because that's the most flavorful thing you can find in the world, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. It is. It is. It is a flavor bomb. A piece of garlic. And I've been eating a lot of vegan lately. So, what do you do to replace the flavors of meat or dairy? Well, garlic is always going to get it done. It's always going to make your food taste delicious. Wow. Another famous meat substitute, mushrooms. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, fair. But w- wouldn't a mushroom taste better with a little garlic? Yeah, I agree. It? Mm, it's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but bit. right. So, you, the working Our answer kind of for the one topping is mushrooms, mushrooms and, garlic. and garlic. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Family Feud, if the top two answers for what was the best topping for a one-topping pizza and they were mushrooms and garlic, my family would disown me for how badly I would lose this game, which means they're incredible outside-the-box virtuoso answers. This, These answers are worth $5.99. That's like a Domino's pizza. $599. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Next question. If you could only drink one beverage forever, which beverage would you pick? I'm going to go with Dr. Brown's Diet Black Cherry Soda. If you had said Dr. Brown's Celery Soda, the celery-flavored soda, I would have ended this recording. I would be like, (laughs) that's all you want to drink? That's like one of the top ten most fucked up things I've ever heard. It's disgusting, and there are people who find it funny when you order it at a restaurant. It's not funny. It's it's cruel. It's it's not fair to Dr. Browns that you're making them seem like they're making a good soda by buying it ironically. <laughs> right, okay? right, right. It's like, there's no ironic ar- ironic comedy about buying a bad soda. It's like Don't ironically it uh, voting someone prom queen or king. Yeah, it's it's not a bit. Okay, this is this is my this is real, real life. life. This yeah. is what I love. Um, why do I like this? One, you know, trying to cut the sugar out sure. of my diet a little bit. Two, boy, I just. It, it takes me back to going to delis and, you know, just kind of hanging out with friends back when we could do stuff like that inside. Yeah. Uh, going to canters or something. Mm-hmm. That's that. There's a there's a uh, social aspect to it uh, that is not alcoholic, which I think is really nice that for people really nice. that are in our in our mid to late 30s starting to get older and maybe can't go out and drink beer all the time mm-hmm. or, or what have you. I love it. So. My choice, my thinking is, if it's the only thing I have forever, it needs to be a drug in so much as I either would need alcohol Mm. in my life or caffeine. Sure. And I Mm. thought about what do I actually need if I forever. And I'm like, I can't imagine working without caffeine as an option. Mm -hmm. So my one drink is this uh, drink called an espresso and tonic. Oh, sure. Mm. So, I've heard of this. So, and I, there's specifically this one at a place I can't remember the name of, but it, I went to it recently called Felix in Manhattan. And it's a okay. very expensive version of it. So it's tonic, espresso, um, a Campari syrup, mm-hmm. mint, 
and mm-hmm. a spritz that they didn't tell me what was in it. But Ooh. and you can't put a lid on it because you need to smell all the ingredients. I'll drink that. There's hand day. sanitizer. There's hand sanitizer for sure. Oh, it's also sanitizing my insides. It was, um, it was the Moderna vaccine. <laughs> That's how they're going to convince people to take it that don't want to take it, is just putting it in their alcohol. So we've, so we've got Dr. Brown's diet black cherry soda, and we've mm-hmm. got this. Um, I, I like your, I like the, the, um, the an espresso and tonic. I, mean, I like the, the impulse towards like, Thinking about the function in your life of these yes. beverages, right? Dave's is social, Jesse's is professional. Yes. The yin and the yang. And that, yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Gosh, this is another. This is another terrific answer. Just great, unique and specific beverage choices. <laughs> this is worth 128 points. One for each. Less than the last time, but that's fine. That's, that's okay. Fine. That's fine. Next question. What is one food item that you think should taste differently than it does based on how it like looks, smells, feels? Yeah, I, I'm, I'll come out the gate hot. I think all fruit should taste different, and by different, I mean better. It, <laughs> fruit looks like candy, but tastes like water and seeds. And yep. it's bad. It doesn't make any sense. It should be so good. And it's almost always so bad. The likelihood of having a good piece of fruit is so rare that the phrase a good piece of fruit exists because so likely... It's just going to taste like water and seeds. Right. Nobody says, like, a good piece of pizza. It's just presumed that it's going to be good. So it looks like it's good. It's often glistening because it has, like, water or whatever steamed on it. And you're like, I'm going to like this. And you put it in your mouth. (laughs) And it feels like you're being invaded. (laughs) (laughs) Like in the Body Snatchers A little bit. Like they're, like they're going to put an alien in your stomach? Yeah. I, I, I actually agree with Jesse here, and, and I'm not going to even give a, a different answer because I don't eat fruit. I hate it. <laughs> Ask my girlfriend Hallie. She's like, Dave is, I think, I think he's got some problems. He doesn't like fruit. He won't, he won't let us have bananas in the house. Really? I don't like to look at them. Yeah, when my son asks for bananas, I will uh, carry them with a paper towel mm-hmm. so I don't have to touch them because then I, you get the stink of the banana I on do not hand. like banana personally. Whoa, sick. I don't like it at the all. The devil's avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I feel like this has got to be like cheering you up, just the fact that we're all agreeing I love this. Right I think this agreement is great. Yeah. Jesse, what is your least favorite fruit? It, like, banana is the one I can't okay. eat. But I do, mm. I'm most upset by strawberry. <laughs> because I do, mm. I like the flavor of strawberry. Sure. Yes. In, like, yes. a lollipop, the strawberry flavor, I sure. like it. But then you eat a strawberry, and it's like sand. It's like you're eating a water balloon filled with both water and sand, and they're not mixed. It's like you get the water part, it tastes like nothing, and then you're just chewing on sand. <laughs> these, these are scorching anti-fruit takes, and I respect and admire them. Dave, I love that you've been eating vegan and still won't eat fruit. <laughs> Not, not ever. That never, is never, such never, a never. Strong ever. stand. You're taking no. so much oh. off your plate. Yeah, and and that's why I look so trim and lean right now. <laughs> I'm taking things off my plate instead of adding them. Fruit, mm-hmm. okay. Fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I finally cut fruit out of my diet, and look at me. I'm an Adonis. In, this is an incredible answer. This this answer is worth 18 points for how many. Strawberries come in one of those little strawberry things, and always strawberry. Uh, strawberry is the only f- food that you'll buy a package of, expecting like 
15% of it to just be inedible. That's my beef with strawberries. That's another problem with fruit in general is your bo- it's it's planned obsolescence. God <laughs> planned these things to go bad. So you got to keep buying I don't fruit. have time to eat all those yeah. strawberries, all those grapes, all those cherries, yep. all those bananas. So you're yeah, you're throwing half of it mm-hmm. out. What the heck is that for? Yeah. A great answer. 18 points. Right. I was hoping for 20, but right. 20 me. It's a big thing about I'll strawberries. I'll try harder. 20 points. I'll try harder next time. Next question. What is the best texture for a snack? Snap. Mm. Snap. So so I think the assumption is like crunch, but crunch tends to be like a thin thing. But snap is you want, like the ideal texture to me for a snack is a wheat thin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where you're getting some crunch, but you're also getting substance. Mm-hmm. Pretzel, same thing, where it's like you're getting crunch, but also the breaking of something. Yep. Sure. Like a... Sh- a shattering. <laughs> yes, it makes your brain think you're eating a bone, like a like you know how dogs like these bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how dogs like bones, Jesse. <laughs> I imagine it's because they imagine they are breaking the leg of their enemy. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a with a goo. All right, give me yeah. tell me your top like, goo snacks. I'm gonna go with uh, pudding. I'm gonna go with. Um, <laughs> What were those? Uh, the cheese and cracker. Oh, That's kind of yeah. like a goo. Yep. Oh, you know I those? love a dip. A dip is a classic. A di- goo. Any kind of dip. Yeah, like a French dip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could uh, hummus. I think is kind of goo-like. Hummus is a goo. Yeah. Any kind of substance that uh, is mucusy or mushy. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, goo. I'm gonna go with goo. I love a goo. And here's I like I like a snap too. Right. Yeah. I see. Well, goo and a snap. You put a goo and a snap together. Snagoo, they say. Goo and a snap. Snagoo. <laughs> yeah, that was like kind of that, that big girl group hit that the run had. Goo and a snap. Goo and a snap. Yep, there we go. Goo and a snap. It's like, I'll never stop thinking that phrase. <laughs> and I hope the like, song lives with you for the rest of your life. I'm going to want to <laughs> say it to people. I'm going to want to be like, you know what I could go for is like a goo and a snap. Because <laughs> it's, so it's often, like a smoke and a pancake from it's Oscar. Like a pancake. It's like gold member. I love goo. <laughs> yeah, goo and a snap is that's worth 167 points. That's like how many nachos are on like a big plate of nachos covered in yeah. goo. There we go. Yeah. Nacho is a classic goo and a snap to me. <laughs> Next question. What is a classic flavor that has fallen out of vogue, but you'd like to see come back into style? Cooler Ranch. <laughs> Remember when it was Cooler Ranch? Now it's just like Cool Ranch again. I want yep. it to be cooler again. Let yep. me have more cool with my Dorito. Yeah. I love that. I can't, I just realized how influential that as like the idea of saying cool and then adding er like that. Yeah. It hit me right at the time where I was even learning that grammatically. Yep. That was so funny that they did that. That that was a thing. A company was like, well, this is going to sell the kids. And it was like, yes, that is cooler than being cool. But it's right. Ice cold. Ice cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, of ice course. Cold of ranch. course. Yes. Um, <laughs> ice cold ranch. What made it cooler? They added more um, of those blue flakes. Yeah. You know, there's like the little blue uh, chippy flakes on the yep. chip. Um, yeah. I, I thought that would that. make it not to split hairs. Right. To okay. me, was- that makes it. Rancher rather than yes. cooler. It should be cool rancher. Well, the blue, the blue, 
was, uh, uh, you know, sort of representing the temperature coming down. It's cooler <laughs> rain. But what was fascinating to me is uh, we're all relatively close in age. Um, I don't remember when Cool Ranch started. I right. only remembered Cooler Ranch. I, so I was born and raised up until like 15 years old only knowing, knowing Cooler Ranch. So I had nothing to compare to. <laughs> And I remember my parents would say, when I was a kid, cooler ranch. We were lucky to have ranch. It wasn't cool at all. We were bullied for eating ranch until they invented some kind of cool ranch that made the bullies stop accosting us so aggressively. Leave us alone. Like, is that ranch? I'm good. And it's like, oh, cool, cool ranch. Okay, very cool. cool. Uh, cool. And there was also nacho cheesier. Yes. So they added more cheese to the. Yeah. I think they, it was just a lame attempt to get people uh, to think that the chips tasted better. Sort of like when Domino's said, "Oh, you know, we redid all of our ingredients yep. and the pizza tastes better magically." Do you you think they didn't change the flavor of the pizza? No, I think they just kind of changed their marketing campaign and maybe like got a couple different flavors. But it's the same, mm. the same fast food pizza. Come on, we're not all stupid. Okay, this some of us are This is my favorite conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they never changed the taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, this is the beginning of the rabbit hole that you're going to go down. And eventually you will <laughs> believe in QAnon. But first, <laughs> we'll start with Domino's and then yep. we'll get there. This is the real Pizzagate. <laughs> oh, jeez. Damn it. All right. <laughs> That answer is worth 250 points, the amount of cooler or cool ranch speckles on like a handful of Doritos. Next question. Uh, Guy Fieri has his signature condiment, donkey sauce. What celebrity would you be most excited to hear has come out with their own condiment and why? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Incredible take. What do you Thank think you. Alec Baldwin sauce would be? What would it taste like? What would it be called? Uh, it would be very angry, um, <laughs> first of all. And uh, it would probably go really well on paella. <laughs> but paella made from, like, New England seafood. New England clam paella. <laughs> that, that literally sounds like a Guy Fieri dish. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try New England clam paella <laughs> with angry Hello. sauce. It's me, Alec Baldwin, and uh, today on The Joy of Cooking, we're going to be making a tortilla. A delicious tortilla, tortilla. España. Anyway, shout out to uh, Alec Baldwin. Shout out to Alec God. Baldwin. And shout out to Don't Valeria take that man's Baldwin. parking space or else. Yeah, he'll fight you. What do you think, Jesse? My answer yeah. is um, uh, Maggie Jen Hall and Peter Sarsgaard. Together. <laughs> Together, they 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 went in together and made like a really understated <laughs> sauce. It goes on everything. Uh, it goes on everything. Uh-huh. It's great on it. It just sort of elevates, mm-hmm. but not in sort of a specific way. It just sort of makes everything feel a little bit more grounded. Sure. You know, it just sort of rounds it out. So I guess it might be a little umami forward, but you're not like, oh, this is a specific taste. It's just sort of like. But when you do it, you're like sophistication. You're like, oh, is this? Is this Maggie Gyllenhaal, Peter Sarsgaard sauce? I, I, this sauce is great in everything. It's great. <laughs> it's great in everything. It's great. I love to see it. I love to see it around. Feels like what raising kids in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Both of these answers together are worth 265 points. The number of blows Alec Baldwin would rain down upon you if you insulted him. Oh, perfect. That was what I was hoping for. Yep. Final question. We've established the concept of Guy Fieri having a signature sauce. If you could personally each have your own signature sauce, what would the flavor profile be and what would it be called? Okay, so I don't know if you guys, because you guys are uh, New Yorkers, if you saw this, but it's uh, one of the most tragic things that's ever happened to the state of California, or specifically the city of Los Angeles, occurred this week. Uh, The Dodgers announced that they will be discontinuing uh, working with Farmer John to produce the Dodger dog. I did see that. Which I know, yeah, I know some people are like, it just tastes like a hot dog, but that's not true. It tastes like a a Dodger dog, because that's what it is, a Dodger dog. Okay, it's special, it's unique, it's longer than a regular hot dog. So what I want to do is make a sauce with my friends at Farmer John, because they are my friends. Farmer John and I go way back. (laughs) So Farmer John and I are going to partner on a sauce that tastes identical to a Dodger dog with mustard, onions, no relish, ketchup. I know some people are like anti-ketchup people, but you are wrong. And ketchup on a hot dog is delicious because ketchup is delicious on everything. So it's a it's a hot dog flavored ketchupy sauce kind of deal. Dave, I've I've one follow-up question. What do you put a hot dog flavored sauce on? Um normal hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> so but you, you can make any hot dog you want. A Dodger dog. A Dodger dog. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of like the peanut butter jelly mix. It no, it's is, nothing like that at it's all. Also, it also tastes like sandwich. <laughs> That's what yes, that would it's, be. Let's say you poured a uh, a blended uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So, like, you get a, you get one of those neutral bullets or something. You blend up a sandwich and then you pour it on top of your sandwich. So you got like a kind yeah, of a yeah, of sandwich um, uh, casserole, but with uh, sandwich sauce. This sounds like like if Exhibit had a cooking show. <laughs> Did you guys see Tenet? Uh, if so, it's sort of like that. <laughs> Perfect. If you saw that movie. That's great. That answer is worth 226 points, bringing your total score for today's game of Taste Buds up to 1,655 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Dave and Jesse, how do you feel? Incredible. <laughs> I feel pretty good. You know, I, I, I endeavor to come in here and blow my competition out of the water. And with Jesse as my uh, compatriot, my my, uh, mem- my my member on the journey, <laughs> my, co- my my friend and, and partner on the journey, um, we were able to uh, destroy everybody else, and it feels great. As this week's winners and champions, uh, you each win a one hundred dollar contribution or donation to the cause or charity of your choice. Where will the money be going? Uh, my charity of choice is Water Drop LA, which purchases. Mm-hmm and distributes water to unhoused communities across the Los Angeles uh, metropolitan area. Great choice. My, my organization of choice is the Clinton Hill Fort Creed Mutual Aid. Uh, you know, since, especially since COVID-19, a lot of mutual aid groups have been organized, and I highly suggest just look up your neighborhood and mutual mm-hmm. aid, I'm sure. There's like a ton, but the, the Fort Greene Clinton Hill one is the one I've been working with for the last year. Um, and it's just sort of neighbors figuring out what other people in the neighborhood need and working together. You know, our large focus has been providing groceries to homebound and seniors, but they just do so much stuff. And, you know, it's been really, really great for the community that we've been able to do it. And again, if you 
just truly look up your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you know, there's, there's something. I think the last time someone picked a mutual aid group that we somebody surfaced like a great list of like across the country. So I'm gonna I'll I'll find that again and post it. And I'll and I'll make all this information available on the show's social media and in the show notes so that if other people want to make their own contributions to these great causes, uh they're welcome to and, and, and able to with ease. Finally, on today's show, the pep talks. We're each going to give a pep talk to someone that we think needs or deserves it in this moment. Uh, Staying on theme for today's show, I'm going to give my pep talk to cilantro. I want to start by saying, I think you're delicious, cilantro. But other people genetically are predisposed to think you taste like soap. You're not for everybody, which can feel bad. But neither are David Lynch or skydiving or a dirty martini. People have their own taste, and just because you don't suit everyone's preferences doesn't mean you're bad. It's hard to remember, but sometimes when someone doesn't like you, it's more about them than it is about you. It's not always a genetic thing, sure. Sometimes they just have a different point of view, and sometimes they're just a dick. It doesn't have to be a point of pride that not everyone likes you. Is there anyone more annoying than a person who prides themselves on being not for everyone? Real, like, fluent and sarcasm energy. But it's not a source of shame, either, that not everybody loves what you do. You're cilantro all day, and you can't hide it, and you shouldn't have to try. And no matter what anyone else says, you're always welcome in my salsa. Jesse and Dave, the floor is yours for pep talks. That's so nice. Well, I'm going to go first, and um, I just want to give a pep talk to my old friend, Cool Ranch. Listen, I know that you feel like you don't measure up, that in some way you are less than, because your cousin, your compatriot, Cooler Ranch, is arguably, you know, named properly. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you're not cool. It's in your name. You are cool. And people appreciate you. Sure, you were replaced for many years, most of my life, on store shelves across the country. But that doesn't mean that you don't deserve love. That doesn't mean that you are uh, somehow... Um, insignificant in the grand scheme of the universe? No, 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 no. Because guess what? You came rip-roaring back just a few years ago when Doritos decided that their gimmick was no longer useful from a marketing perspective. So thank you, Cool Ranch, for being just cool enough to not be intimidating. Beautiful. I think that's just, that's great. And I feel that in my heart. Jesse, bring us home. I'm gonna give a pep talk to Almond Milk. I know what it's like to once be the hot new thing in town, only to have time slowly pass you by and a newer and hotter thing comes to town who who may be easier to foam. Uh, (laughs) I don't know the last part, but I feel like I get what it's like to be easier to make foam out Mm -hmm. of. Look, it's Oat Milk's time. It's a funny name and it sounds dystopian in like a hot way. Also, it tastes like you're drinking smooth bread. <laughs> and I won't get into pistachio and macadamia nut milks because I've not tried them yet. But almond milk, soon you might be joining soy milk and rice milk in the great dairy aisle in the sky. But that doesn't mean your run wasn't legendary and frankly, iconic. And you'll never be as gross as milk from a cow's freaking boot. So thank you almonds for giving us your kind of thin, sometimes tasting like Penny's milk. Soon, almonds, you can go back to doing what you do best, 
providing Barack Obama a little thing. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I love that. That's beautiful. It just, again, two wonderful pep talks, heartening, lovely. And that's it. That's the show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champions, Dave Schilling and Jesse David Fox. Dave and Jesse, where can people find you and your work if they're looking for more? Dave, go first. I have a sneeze. Okay, uh, so while Jesse sneezes, uh, you can find me at Dave underscore Schilling on Twitter. And you can subscribe to follow Galaxy Brains uh, wherever you get podcasts. So, you know, uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, follow us on uh, Amazon Music. Really, um, just do uh, follow us on everyone because mm-hmm. every person who subscribes makes me a little bit richer. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Beautiful. Jesse? Follow me at Jesse Dave Fox or wherever you would follow a person like me and uh, subscribe to Good One Podcasts where the podcasts are, the specials, which is where the Patreons are. And that's the end of my things. Thank you for listening to Dave and mm-hmm. I. We had so much fun. I oh, hope okay. you guys had fun too. Yeah, this is cool. Thank you. I'm glad you had fun. And and follow Jesse on Instagram, where the wild things are. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, what the? This, this was so fun. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, Dave and Jesse. If you have your own answers to today's game of Taste Buds, tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman, or at Make My Day Pod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.